Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Everyone, I have the Disney princess of Bachelor Nation, Hannah G. Hi. I'm so excited. Your face is as beautiful as I pictured it in my mind. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so is yours. Oh. Disney Princess though. That's a that's a huge compliment. It really is. Everyone, um, you know, the comparisons are part of this whole world and you've got uh well, you've got Barbie actually is what I hear. So maybe the Barbie Princess. I think like <laughs> Barbie Princess. Is that a thing? <laughs> I mean, we can make it a thing. It's been a I while. I love the Disney princess thing, but it's like, like, and everybody always like, kind of puts me with birds somehow. They're like, oh, I think birds are, a you bird. know, like birds are braiding her hair or birds are doing something. I'm like, I've okay, got, um, someone wrote in saying you lo- look just like Olivia Newton-John. I've seen I Twiggy. You know, I've had all the things. You've had it all. Um, I I have a lot to ask you, so I, I just want to start. Let's just let's, just let's get it going. In. Hannah G, you saw on Colton season. It was uh great to see you, and then at the end, it was not so fun. But um, let's get into all of it. <laughs> let's do it. Everyone wants to know who you were before the show, and I am so curious. You you're the first real content creator before the show started yeah like okay cool. so i feel like i got a little bit of hate i not okay not like anything crazy but i was definitely surprised when i put content creator as my job people were like oh my gosh that just means that she does you know social media stuff right. like everything like that but i actually used to be like a marketing manager and oh. i worked for this company and i would create literally content um doing design, photography, um, graphic design, campaigns, all this stuff for them. Okay. And it kind of morphed into being able to do it for myself sometimes. But a lot of times it was for other companies and nobody even knew that I was like, like this bag company, for example, I would do photography of their products and then they would be able to post it, you know, and okay. they're whatever, you know, so I create content in different ways, but also, yeah, social media is a big part of it, but I hate that nobody really understood how hard I have worked um, with the degree that I got. Right. Well, I I think that's something maybe who was the first person? I think it was Robbie Hayes from the show who had like social media influencer as his job. And it gave a bad rap to people who, you know, make a living off of influencing. But um, I'm going to intersperse Facebook questions. Jessica Knight wants to know, and you kind of just answered this, but how did you become an Instagram influencer. Was it just luck or? Yeah, it was like the perfect storm. Um, Cool. I mean, I started, I started in photography and then one day somebody asked me to model and I was like, that's a joke. I'm never (laughs) modeling like for reals. I wish I could like, I'm going to like send you a picture of me in high school. I think I've seen a photo of you with like reddish brown hair. Straight up. And Straight you up. still are beautiful, but I well, I honestly, you. as someone who in middle school, high school had the ugly duckling phase, I totally understand that feeling of not, you know, yeah. people probably <laughs> look at you and think, 
there was a part of the show where I think you you said something like I have never expected this and I never felt like the beautiful person. I don't know what you said, but I'm sure a lot of people rolled their eyes, you know. Yeah. But that's a real feeling. Yeah, it's a real thing and it's not like oh beauty equals everything nothing like that, but I was definitely not comfortable with who I was and I just I never thought that modeling would have been an option. So somehow I did modeling, then I did some photography and then um you know, Instagram came up and I was like, oh, wow, I do marketing, too. So I kind of just right. did everything I liked. And that's how it happened, I guess. But I mean, yeah. good for you. I'm, I'm all for it. Um, Shelly Crossland wants to know, as a content creator who already had a presence before the show, how do you feel about people saying a lot of contestants only go on the show to become an influencer? Well, you should be going on the show. It's the whole right reasons thing, you know, Um mm-hmm. I know for me, I was lucky enough to catch feelings and you caught them. Um, I, I caught them. I caught them. But I love that you're sipping on that. Oh. <laughs> it's 12 I o'clock. It. I literally am like regretting it right now. I'm like, I, I went, I'm actually in a hotel right now and I was eating by myself at the restaurant and I said, um, can I order a glass of wine and bring it up to my room? They probably thought I was waiting for some like gentleman caller or something. <laughs> I have. FOMO. Oh my gosh, look at what I'm drinking. I, who am I? Ooh, Mountain Dew. Haven't had that Dude, in years. It's a Diet Mountain Dew. I know this is really bad for me, but I was just like, ooh. Well, this, this is, is a Sauvignon Blanc, and I'll I'll give it to you through the FaceTime. You can. Thank you. Cheers. Take- <laughs> Thank you. But anyway, so sorry. you were right reasons, girl. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, but there are people honest- who go on for, you know, the famey fame, probably, right? I think, yeah. Well, I think with any reality show if you're putting yourself out you know that you know possibly millions of people are going to be watching you but there were so many relationships that actually worked out and that you know I follow yeah um, and see like how happy they are and everything and I was like why not let's give it a shot so I think there it just depends on the type of person right you know yeah I so. Great question, Shelly. Okay, so here's what I want to know. I always ask this question. Um, what was your casting process like? Um, I don't know if I can... I think for the most part, it was like kind of embarrassing myself sometimes and then just being myself. How did they time. find you? Um, so one day, my friend... So my friend, um, my best friend, Dina... She um, really wanted me to try out for the show. And at first, I was just like, oh, my gosh, no. Like, <laughs> A, I wouldn't make it. B, like, that's just craziness. I mean, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, I'll, I'll go out or something and find my person instead. Like, or I don't know. It's go not to a bar, happen. yeah. I don't know. Um, then one day, like, after a few mimosas, we were at the pool. We were like, let's make a video. Oh. And um, then it happened. And I submitted, and somehow they they called me literally, like, a few days later. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, it's from California because I'm from <laughs> Alabama. So I'm, like, such a dork. And I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, shut up, shut up. And I, like, answered, and they just um, wanted to keep meeting me. And um, here we are. Now of course I'm- they wanted to keep meeting yeah. you. Oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah. What was dating like for you before the show? Did you have a hard time or maybe get out of a relationship? What was kind of that calling to, to go on in the first place? So I had been in a five-year-long relationship. And um, we just kind of realized that 
we started dating really young and we were just going in different directions. Totally have respect for him, vice yeah. versa, I hope. Um, but, you know, we ended things, I guess, now almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, I kind of dated around a little bit, but I traveled so much for my job. So it was really hard right. to date. And then some people I dated were like Dave's. I hope they don't listen to this. Well, actually, I don't care. Don't care. <laughs> but, you know, there, there are just a lot of people who would date me with the idea that I would be this perfect, mm. you know, ideal something. And I'm like, hey, fun fact, I'm not. Like, right. you know, it's like I could tell that sometimes they would say things and they're like, oh, yeah, I want to bring you to this, you know, event or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, uh, like, I don't know. It was just I feel like sometimes they like the idea of me more okay. than they wanted to be with me. And that's where I was like, okay, I'm going to date myself for a second. Good. And that <laughs> taught me a lot. And that's then I started with Bachelor. <laughs> and then, and then, and then here things we are again. Yeah. Um, someone, Sandra Drew, wanted to know, how did you become a model for Red Dress Boutique? And did you start working with them after they were on Shark Tank? Ooh, okay. Um, so I actually shot with them a few years ago. Okay. Um, maybe like, three, four years ago, something crazy. And um, then I ended up being a marketing manager. So I kind of stopped modeling. And then I kind of got entered back into it. It was all after Shark Tank. So I was like, that's really cool. And they have really cute clothes. And somehow they found me and they booked me. And and the rest was history. Yeah. (laughs) So you said you're from Alabama, which we saw on your hometown. But Dana Denton wants to know why you don't have an accent. I don't know. Sometimes it comes out. When? I mean, I think around my dad. It's okay. like, I mean, it's nothing crazy, but, and sometimes I'll be like, y'all. Or, I say y'all too, yeah. but I'm from Texas. So people say, why don't you have an accent? I say yeah. y'all, but that's it. Yeah. And you know, it's a thing in the South, like you probably get it too, where like you drive 30 minutes down the road and you're in a totally different world and that means new accents and different accents so it's all geographical it's completely yeah, and like I urban just, versus not like rural like you know i, I yeah but it, it's just funny when you've got the alabama hannah and then yeah. the other hannah you're like where what happened I know. there she's over there and she's like i bleed crimson I roll, bleed, tide. roll tide do you like <laughs> uh, alabama cute. i'm just curious do, are you a roll tide like girl oh yeah i'm a roll tide girl okay. but but you know I think that there's so many more people that were so into it. And yeah, it's like part of the culture down here. But like, also, I could live without it. But okay. I don't think a lot of people could live without it. I'm, Who do you okay. go for? Well, so I'm, I hate Alabama. Ugh. Only only because uh, it's actually a joke. One of my good friends from Nashville, like we went out one time and he made me wear a Nick Saban pin on my jeans and I like hated it i ended up throwing it away i just want another team to win that's all like i'm over it i get it you know it's just such a thing and um it was definitely hannah b's thing and it wasn't my thing and i love where i'm from but i also i'm just from a different part she's literally from like tuscaloosa where the university of alabama is so she's super into it you're birmingham Um, right yeah i'm birmingham I so. have been to Birmingham. I did drive there one time. Quite fun. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a great town. It's a good town. I loved it. I want to know how you know Danielle M. Oh, okay. So Danielle, we met a few years ago. Oh, okay. 
We <laughs> met right before she started filming. Hmm. So she actually came to the boutique that I did marketing, and I was like the marketing manager, and I would sometimes work in their store and stuff. And um, I remember she came in, and she was like, okay, like, I need some help, I'm like, going on the show. The show. Yeah, for yeah. the show. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. And so we met that way. And then we did a few shoots together um, for that company at Soka Clothing. I love them so much. Um, but she has a mutual friend who works at Soka Clothing. And Got it. I worked there. So I, I was like, oh, I know, small world. And what town was that in Alabama? Or yeah, Birmingham? Why was she in Alabama? So she was she was in Nashville. So Nashville is only Pretty like close. Yeah. It's like three two, three hours, yeah, um, from Birmingham. So she just came to hang out with her friend there, and what then I popped out behind the curtain and said, hey, <laughs> hey guys, those jeans look great on you. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all, roll tide. <laughs> roll tide. How many people can relate to this? Saying you want to get fit and healthy, maybe you're on track for a few weeks, and then you fall off the wagon. Yep, that's me. But OpenFit has made it easier for me to stick to my goals and never miss a sweat sesh by bringing the workout to me. OpenFit is a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from your own living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. All of OpenFit's classes are led by some of the best trainers in the world. So I'm getting fit with one of my favorite trainers and classes. That's ExtendBar with founder Andrea Rogers. And OpenFit takes the complexity out of working out. Just set it up, press play, and work out on my own schedule. So when I'm tight on time, I do the 600 seconds workout with celebrity trainer Devin Wiggins. There's fat burning, muscle building sessions in no time. You can view on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, or Roku. OpenFit has changed the way I work out. And with my code Olivia, you can join me on a fitness journey of your own. So again, use my code Olivia and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, my listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. All you have to do is text Olivia to 303030. So you'll get full access to OpenFit, including all the workouts and the nutrition information, totally free. Just text Olivia to 303030. Um, all right. So I want to know when you were going through the casting process, who were you hoping would be the bachelor? I hate, I feel like this is such a safe answer, but it's so true, but I was really trying to be open-minded with it. Okay. Um, it was obviously between like Colton, Blake and Jason, Mm -hmm. but I was like, what if it ends up being one and I'm so set on somebody else. And so I don't do it or I'm not into it as much. So I was really trying to go in just being like, okay, whoever it is, like whoever it is, like I'll have a totally different relationship with each of them. Mm -hmm. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed. It was Colton. Um, who, who was your type you know, historically, who would you say is closest to your type of those three guys? They all have different, like, different aspects okay. of them that I would be like, that's clearly more my type. I try not to do, like, too much of a type thing because watch yeah. me end up, you know, being with somebody totally different. Right. But, like, I think I liked Colton's presence, how he just, like, kind of owns himself. Mm-hmm. And then I think I liked, like, Blake, like, how he had, like, the dark hair and, like, mm-hmm you know, really sweet and caring. And then Jason, he just seemed like so sure of everything he was saying and like passionate. So I was like, I like Mix all, them all that. up. <laughs> Maybe we'll just 
put them all together. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> so what was your first impression of Colton? His eye contact is bomb. Oh. He had amazing eye contact. And it was like, it wasn't just like, okay, I'm looking at you in the eye. It was like, I'm staring into your soul. I'm staring I, into your soul. <laughs> but I don't even know if it was my soul. It was like through my eyeball through my soul, through the back of my head and staring at something else. It was like deep eye contact. Uh, um, but yeah, we definitely had a lot of time to talk that the first night. How much and time? So, I'm curious. Honestly, maybe over 20 minutes. Wow. It was like, it was a while. So I'm, I was just like... Did, oh did any God. of the girls say that production kind of like cock blocked them in any way that they wanted to interrupt i was trying to figure it out but i didn't know if it was just because nobody was interrupting me or if or or maybe i just went in at a good time like maybe i also got a really large amount of time it was about 15 minutes and when i went back to the area all the girls said, whoa, we're so annoyed because we tried to interrupt and the producer said, no, you can't. I don't know. I thought it was interesting because I was like, hey, I want to talk to him. What can I do to do that? And they're like, we got you. And I was like, okay. So it. Did they take you to him or did you have to interrupt? I, I had to interrupt. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Cool, uh, cool. I didn't get interrupted. I don't think the first night. I. I my brain goes to this stuff these conspiracy theories oh my gosh i i am a conspiracy theory queen but they're always wrong every single time it's really off i actually is this going too off topic it's a story that happened in the house please tell me um one time or in the house in the hut in thailand (laughs) (laughs) literally um but i once convinced all of the girls in my room it was uh, me hannah b demi um, Katie and Heather, we we're all in this room together. And I said, guys, like, just from all the hints I'm gathering, like, I'm pretty sure he's going to come in. Colton is going to come in and wake us up really early in the morning. Like, and I, for some reason, I was just like, you know, we weren't being told what time to wake up. And I was like, guys, that I'm happened not on my fine. season. So you're not wrong on that idea. Okay, that was your season, right? Yeah. They they, so the, let, like, they let us go to bed, which was really weird. Because usually, okay. you know, they're trying to keep you up as late as possible. And then yeah. they didn't say, oh, you have to wake up. They just kind of said, oh, go to bed. Like, get some rest. And we were all like, why? This is weird. <laughs> why? This is weird, but okay, I'm tired. Right. Yeah. So it was kind of like one of those. So I was like, guys, like, like, I'm just saying he's probably coming in to wake us up in the morning. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, should we, like kind of try to look cute and so demi she sleeps like butt ass naked all the time <laughs> so i was like demi you gotta put clothes on sis like you gotta put some clothes on <laughs> and then i i was like i'm gonna do my eyebrows so i literally did my eyebrows and i did like a few blinks in my mascara because i was like if cameras come in, like what if i just like look really bad and like whatever you never know like i did yes yeah, yeah. katie katie slept with like a Oh, no, you did not. <laughs> Katie slept with, like, a lipstick right by her bed, so she was going to roll. We, she literally planned this. She was like, I'm going to put lipstick on and then turn it around, and then whenever he's there, you know? And I was like, oh, good idea. And then Heather's just, like, gorgeous all the time, so I was like, you don't need anything, whatever. Yeah, no, but I think she probably put, like, highlighter on or something. And I was like, okay, good night, guys. Like, see you when they wake us up. We wake up with a handler waking, waking us up. And <laughs> like 8 a.m. <laughs> so I wake up. I woke up. Oh, and we had perfume on, too. And I woke up, and I was, like, glammed and ready to go. And it was literally this girl waking me up. And I was like, well, 
That never was all wrong. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hi, I'm Hannah. Never believe me again. Was there any feeling that you were going to get the first impression, Rose? I thought there was literally no... I mean, just going in the first night, it, it just seems kind of... I, I just thought there was honestly no way that I would get it. Like, okay. it was just such a big, crazy thing in my head. And I was like, there's no way that I would even make it past the first night. Like, oh, I, would, I literally God. told my mom that before. No, I was just like, I, I have no clue. And I remember towards the end of the night, like, so I talked to him and then, you know, a lot of the girls, I heard them saying like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this sounds really bad. But they're like, I haven't had time with him. I had like one minute and in my head, I was like, I had oh, one dude, is this happening? And I never told them that I had a lot of time. I never told anybody that we kissed, which, yeah, we kissed, which there's pictures of it. So I can actually say that we yeah, did, but no, you did. we kissed for the first time. Well, while we were talking, but they didn't show that. They didn't. So the, you you kissed during your, the By first the portion of your conversation, not yes. the part where he gave you the, the rose. Okay. We did both. Hmm. No, both. Ooh, work. So, but I never said that we kissed or anything. Anyways, but so many girls were like, it was just quick. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then that's when I was like, oh, wait, is this actually happening? And then, you know, we went to these other rooms and stuff and. We were talking about the rose, and I was just like, there's absolutely no way. Like, whatever. And then he called my name, and I was like, holy crap, this is crazy. And I was literally telling him, I was just like, how is this happening? What's going on? Did you at all feel like you had a target on your back, or was everyone pretty supportive of, of that? I think people were pretty supportive that I know of. If they were talking about behind my back, it was, like, way behind my back because I didn't hear it. You didn't hear of it. And okay. I also just didn't care. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I'm going to be friends with all of you guys. Like, this is going to be a weird thing. Whatever. And I, I think a lot of the girls ended up being like, oh, my gosh, like, congrats or something. Mm -hmm. So it was good vibes, luckily, because it could have gone right south. The other way. Um, yeah. Someone wrote in, uh, Caroline Abruzzo said, what was it like competing against Hannah B in the Miss Alabama pageant and then seeing her in the mansion on night one? Oh, so I got to the mansion and um, somebody was like, hey, like, what's your name, whatever. And I was like, hi, I'm here. Like freaking so nervous. Like what's going on? You know, like that moment when you're sitting on the couch and you're just like, yeah. how am I actually on the show? It was like one of those. But I was like, oh, I'm Hannah. I'm from Alabama. And they're like, there's already another Hannah from Alabama. <laughs> and I was like, where is she? Because I knew in my head, I was like, this, it's got to be, it's got to be her. It's got to be Hannah. Um, yep. Yeah. And I saw her and I was like, well, what's up girl. And so that was cool. But, um, we didn't really get to meet a whole lot. The year that I competed against her, um, neither of us won that year. Right. Um, I got first runner up and then Miss Congeniality. I, hey. I read that. Yes. Work. Do you have like a um, sash then, that says Miss Congeniality on it? <laughs> I, it's probably gone. Oh, I don't know. It. Okay. <laughs> and so I stopped doing pageants that year. And then um, the next year she tried out and she actually ended up winning it. So, um, but I mean, it was really cool. And it was cool ha seeing like a familiar face. And yeah. um, we kind of hit it off really easily. And I think we were both each other's kind of like safety net there. Because we were just like, okay. Like, whew, like, you know, it's just such a crazy world. And so to see yeah. somebody who's cool and sweet and that, you know, it's like, thank God. Well, it's just interesting that there was that huge kind of pageant drama between Kaylin and Hannah B. And yeah. no, it was never acknowledged that you were also in pageants, too. <laughs> I think it was because they both were in Miss USA. I never went to Miss USA, so yeah. maybe that's what it was. But also, I think it probably didn't go well 
with, with the, the whole storyline that I was kind of homies with most people. Yeah. So <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, who was your yeah. closest friend in the house? I got really close with like Katie, Demi, Heather, Hannah. Okay. Yeah. It, we had this, we have this group message, which obviously Hannah B is not in it right uh-huh. now because she She's doesn't have her phone. <laughs> but it's triple HDK, and um, that's just how it happened. But yeah, I hang out with Katie a lot. We, it's Katie's birthday today, by the way. No way! Happy birthday, Katie! I know. I I texted her a rap this morning because we <laughs> rap all the time, so it was like a birthday rap, and it was like basically roasting both of us the whole time but it was pretty good <laughs> not gonna lie we're gonna talk about your rapping um oh, oh the other question who did you see as your quote-unquote competition from the first night was there anyone that Ooh. you were like wow everybody <laughs> <laughs> i was literally like talking to people and i would just be staring at them like holy crap they're so pretty and i'm just like i i had no clue what i was getting myself into and like there were a lot of people who were just like intimidating kind mm-hmm. of but um, Kaylin, I remember being like, whoa, she's because I, I remember um, seeing when I watched like Miss USA, I saw that she had gotten yeah. in the top, you know, two or something. And I was like, whoa, she's really pretty. I'm leaving tonight. Is she <laughs> is she tall? No. Oh, who is the tallest <laughs> in the house? It, you can never tell how tall people are. Is it Heather? I agree. Yeah, I think Heather was probably the tallest. She was the only one who looked tall to me. Yeah, Heather's really tall. Are you tall? I'm tall. And How are you? I'm 5'10". And I... Oh, dang. And like, to me, that. you look petite. Are you petite? Sort of, kind of. I think I'm like 5'7"-ish. Oh, so, so you actually... See, I, I think the show just doesn't... It's not it, a good indicator of height. I agree. I have no concept of anybody's height. And so when I'm I meet five, them in person, seven? I'm like, whoa. whoa. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. What the heck? That okay? Sorry. Five six, five seven? No, probably five seven. On TV, I swear you look like five two. You look Honestly, so tiny. Maybe it's because Colton was always throwing you around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably because he's like a giant and yeah. stuff. But yeah, and like maybe I'm five six and a half, but like five seven ish usually is what I've been measured at. That half that means a lot. Um, it counts. Chelsea Cam, oh gosh, I'm so bad at these last names. Cam Beast. <laughs> what did you think of the Cassie Kalen drama and the mysterious warnings about girls not being ready? You were good at staying out of things, but you have to have some opinions. I totally have a, a lot of opinions. Sure. And <laughs> no, I mean, so that's the thing is that I hate when I say like, oh, I avoided drama the whole time and stuff. It's not like I'm just like too scared to speak up or anything. A mm-hmm. lot of the times it would just be like so many strong uh, personalities would take over that anyways. So like I would say something and it just, I, I guess they just wouldn't air yeah, it. And yeah. stuff because I was like, whatever. So what did you um, say that didn't air? I think that there was just definitely a few like chats that I had with girls where I thought they would be on there to where I'm just kind of like, you know, talking about points that I've heard or seen and stuff. But, you know, really with the right reasons thing, I was surprised that ended up being such a thing because Katie left just being like, she didn't even say somebody's not here for the right reason. She was literally just like, what did she say? It was like, I think it was, it's it's always sounded like a general kind of warning, but it was just weird that I think Demi said something when she went home, Katie, Mm -hmm. Sydney, even Hannah B on the way out. Uh, there there were multiple people who said yeah. watch out for 
girls who aren't ready. And I'm just curious yeah. why so many people had that opinion. I think because of things, both verbal and maybe nonverbal things that people had kind of gathered. Um, I think because I was close friends with like Hannah B and close with Tasha and mm -hmm. Kerpa and stuff, I was definitely kind of in it, but I'm, but I think also like, like I, so I actually tried to bring it up to Colton in um, Colorado, which none of, none of that Nothing. day was shown. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I didn't matter that day, but I was kind of like, Hey, like, I just want to talk about like, you know, this whole crazy thing that's been going on this week, like the whole right reasons thing. And he's like, he literally stopped me and he was like, I know it's not you. Like, <laughs> let's just oh. talk about something else. And I was like, okay. But okay. I was kind of just going to, you know, put a little, my stance in it a little bit, just being like, hey, by the way, just, you know, listen to things, but also like have your own opinion. But also there's a big majority rule kind of saying something. But it might have just been because um, some people were more closed off in the house and mm -hmm. there were a few things that had been said that didn't line up to what was being said to him possibly. I don't know. I'm so over there, it. So there were things that existed that were weird. Like people weren't just making stuff up. No. That's okay. Which but it was but it was also admitted, like at Woman Tell All, right. like that things were said, but then maybe they were taken out of context. That's definitely could be a thing. Mm. Yeah, but, rarely. Um, you never know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just funny because any dramatic moment, they would kind of cut to your face. Is that how you are in real life? I'm never in dramatic situations like that. It's very rare. So I think there were just a few times where, you know, people would be going at it. And I would just kind of like, I I think I get like the church giggles. I don't know if that's the right thing <laughs> to say it. But I like start like laughing and kind of smiling and I know it looks stupid but in my head I'm like oh my gosh I look so stupid because I'm smiling right now while they're fighting in front of me but I couldn't stop and then there were times where I would just like like I don't know do I smile or laugh at inappropriate moments I don't know but it's just like I feel uncomfortable and like really uncomfy and I'm just like that was great I, the highlight of any dramatic moment was the cutaway to your face <laughs> oh my gosh and I'm glad they cut out more because there were so many times where I was just like kind of like biting my lip and Mm -hmm. I don't know. Or if somebody does like, <gasps> if it's like one of those, that's it. That's it for me. I'll lose it. Like I literally <laughs> will start dying laughing. I don't know what my those deal church was. Giggles. I, I had the church giggles. Rana Amen wants to know which one of the girls in the house had the funniest personality. Ooh, Demi was a character. Mm -hmm. I might, a lot of my journal entries, um, like I had like a journal the of whole course, time. Everyone does. Include, yeah. Yeah. Like included memories of Demi just saying things and doing things. And she, she was really, really funny. And not even when she was trying to be funny, like it would just, she would just say something that was like totally whack. And I was like, I love it. Like <laughs> I, at first I was terrified of Demi. Like I was so scared of Demi, like the first two days, just because I was like, Oh my gosh. Like she knows like, how to talk and she's like the first one handing the glass and all this mm -hmm. stuff and I was like oh my gosh but somehow we clicked yeah. what was something you read in your journal that made you giggle kind of post show whether it was just how ridiculous Ooh. was that feeling or something like that oh my gosh I wish I could just grab it right now there's so many things <laughs> do you um, have it nearby we could do a dramatic reading honestly yeah I do oh let's read some of your this is it. dorky 
a it thought. has pages. Oh, you really did. I had a journal too. Really? Let's just do ah. a dramatic reading of some of your innermost thoughts. Okay. Um. Oh, this might be funny. Okay, this is just random. There's yep. so many other ones. This is just like, it's not even that funny, but it's just like, I felt so stupid. Um, <laughs> I did it. Was it on TV? A lot of what you had wasn't on TV, unfortunately. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I forgot it wasn't on TV. You I'm were gonna... barely there the whole time. <laughs> I wasn't part of this show. So, okay, so something that was just really goofy was, okay, one day, like, Kathy and Colton got their, um, you know, they got their fortunes read at one of the group dates or whatever, and I, like, really wanted to do that because I, like, think that stuff is so cool. Um, and so later that night at the, what is it called? Not the rose ceremony. Cocktail party? party. <laughs> Get it mixed up. <laughs> but um, I was like, okay, so tonight I'm going to read your fortune. So I was doing, I think I, that was aired, but I was like, okay, I'm going to like tell your fortune today. And it was something along the lines of, he was like, you know, he asked me a few cute questions and I would pretend to like, you know, know that, or no, no, I was reading his palm. Sorry. Oh. Reading his palm. And I was like, okay, you know, ask me a question. He would ask it and I would like answer it, just like make up something, whatever. <laughs> and then he was like, how many kids am I going to have one day? And I was just like, ooh. And I was like reading his hand and I don't know why I blinked. I think I just got distracted. And I was just like, you're going to have four kids. And he was like, oh, what are they going to be? And I was like, two boys and a girl. And he was like, that's only three kids. <laughs> two boys and a girl. And I was like, oh. Shit. It was like really awkward. And I was like, wow. Totally messed up. So that was <laughs> that was something that I was hoping they weren't going to air, but they didn't. So thank goodness for that. Well, that was what yeah. someone else asked: was Was there anything that didn't air that you were like, "Oh, good, thank goodness." <laughs> uh, well, that's definitely one. Uh, I want to say this, but I'm not gonna. I can't say it on. Um, it. I can't say this. Oh one. come on! I hate that I just did that. I'm really sorry. Ugh. I just really want to say it, but it's like I can't say it. Okay. I can't. I'll tell you. I'm going to have to tell you after. afterwards. I do want to hear which people hate that even more. Let's talk after. Wait, so no, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It, everyone stops the podcast right here. There's like a bus. very big like cuss word in it. Like really, really big one. So I, I cuss all the time. Cussing is very important in this podcast. It is very important, but um, mm, okay. it's so okay. Let's read um, some. Let's read something. Here, I'm going to read some of this. It's going to be terrible writing because I think I would write this really late and so it would just help me go to bed. Mm -hmm. But Okay. So, is there like a sound effect we can do? Uh, like, do, 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 do? I don't know. <laughs> I will add one in somehow. Okay. <laughs> well, anything. You could even do the bow, bow, bow. The SVU sound? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> sure. Law and order. Um, this is from the first night I wrote. I titled it Silence. Yeah, title. <laughs> I just want to rip this page out. Okay. Um, I said it got so quiet. I didn't see any cameras or hear even a breeze. Just stepped out and looked at Colton. The moment I had built up for months was finally happening. Um, I felt so excited to finally be looking at him in the eyes and to actually for him to actually be looking at me in the eyes too. He made me feel so comfortable, and I hugged him and told him to find me inside. Walking in the mansion was truly unreal. The whole crew 
oops, I can't say where they are. Oh. They were all in there. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. A lot of it's just details I probably yeah. need to stop talking about. But <laughs> silence was the biggest thing. I remember getting out of the limo. I was just like, Hannah, get out of the car. Because they were like, he's going to, you know, somebody's going to come and open the door yep. and all this stuff. And then you have to wait five seconds. Yeah. Yes. And it was just so silent. I thought I would hear all of the cameras or see a bunch of lights. But it was like, for you, was it just so quiet? I just remember, I hate to say, it wasn't like a love at first sight kind of thing, but it was definitely like, yeah. it was you and him in the room and, that, and everything else was gone. And I don't know if that yeah. was the, the ambiance that they try to create, but once I got out of the limo, it was, that was it. And I, I couldn't tell you what was going on around me. Yeah. You know? It's just know. eye contact, and then don't Searing forget your name. eye contact. I did forget my name. That did happen. So I yeah. couldn't tell that Colton was as nervous because he's just so like composed. Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, please be nervous. Please say something and mess it up. <laughs> like totally fucked up. Be nervous <laughs> like I am. You're a good writer. Yours are so like po- poetic. Mine no, were. That was the only one that was. Oh, okay. Really, there's only a few in there. Did you keep had... your roses? So I was like, okay, I'm gonna. This is gonna be like really cool because. Um, like I thought we were going to be together at the end. So I was like going to keep all the roses and, and try to do something cool. Yeah. Um, but then they started a rot in my suitcase. So Oof. then I threw them away in Asia and I kept accidentally break anytime at a rose ceremony. It was like an ongoing joke where mine would break in half. This, like like and nobody the stock or whatever. What it, yeah. the, the, I don't know. Yes. Trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, the stem. The stem. The stem. The stem. Wait, it would break. And then I ended up having to get new roses all the time. Maybe I'm, putting too much pressure on the poor little stem i, I think it but was every a pressure, time everybody's like ball. yeah yeah Man. i think it was the stem was my stress ball <laughs> let's get into colton a little bit um your first date one-on-one was in vietnam correct yes am i remembering this correctly and was that the date where all i showed was you guys making out yeah. for hours so what <laughs> did, what did we miss because there had to have been more going on that was a it was definitely a part of our date, but it wasn't as, like, I did not, when I watched it, I was literally like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, mom, dad, and <laughs> teachers that I used to have, professors, like, I, it was definitely just a small portion of how that date went, like, we got to hang out so much, and we walked around in our robes, and we ended up having tea, and, you know, yeah. talking, and, you know, just talking about things that I was kind of struggling with being there, and... Mm-hmm. Um, even in the mud bath, I was talking about how, you know, we were talking about how we grew up and stuff and how I grew up in a cul-de-sac and that was like, like I went the cul-de-sac life and, you know, he was talking about how he grew up and stuff and, um, just really kind of figuring out if this many weeks in, if we still have that connection that we had from the first night and we did, and we talked through it and we kind of put each other in, you know, each other's perspective and stuff like that. And so I was a little shook. That's how that kind of went down. But at the same time, you know, it's, they can only air so much. And for some reason, they just really went all out. They went all out in the the, the tonsil hockey. Um, I mean, obviously everyone's favorite date of yours was probably the hometown date because got to see your awesome family. Yes. They're the best. Ah, I'm obsessed with them. I was so proud of them. And I was like almost starstruck when I got to see them. I was so excited. And um, I was scared that we were going to be so, you know, distracted with, you know, cameras and all the pressure and all this stuff that I wouldn't be able to really like 
have conversations with all of them, but I did. Mm -hmm. And so that was really great. And I think Colton had um, good conversations with them too. And um, yeah, it was, that was where we got to see your rapping. That was where that happened. Is that, is that a regular occurrence for you? Definitely. When we were filming the show, it happened, but it wasn't like, you know, I'm at dinner and I'm like trying to like spit a rap out or something (laughs) while I'm, you know, it wasn't like that much, but it definitely would just happen like late at night sometimes. And, and then for some reason, um, they, I was like, let's do it at the dinner table. It just seems like it would make, yeah, it seems like it would make sense. And I thought it was And so I went for it, but I think, I think the internet kind of had mixed emotions about it. So I, well, I, I think rapping is always night. like it's I think it was really cute. But some people were like, cringe, cringe. It's, it's you're just having a good time. Whatever. <laughs> I know. It's like I cringe if I'm sitting there being awkward. So the my way to not going out there and doing something. Yep. And I loved how Colton like I totally messed it up at one part. <laughs> and I, I think they edited that out, which I'm really lucky they did. But at one part, I was just like, and uh and then Colton tried to hop and say something and I think my dad did too and so I was just like oh wait okay I got it back let's go and what did your dad say that was he said like word or something word <laughs> and he's like that's bad and he was like but bad means good he's so country so sweet I love um, it yeah I was so proud of them Anastasia Riley wants to know can you remember a specific moment where you knew you were falling in love with Colton I think there were a bunch of different moments that kind of added up together but one that just sticks in my mind was during our date in um in Vietnam when we were in the shower no I'm just kidding not in the shower <laughs> in the shower scene that's when I knew that it. one moment Sparks were flying. Water was going everywhere. Um, no, but it was like we were in our towels, and we, I was going up the stairs, and he was doing his um, interview. I kind of hate talking about it now, but it was so powerful. Like, he stopped his interview, kind of, and we were both in, like, these ro- – not towels, robes. And he just, like, walked up to me, and then I was, you know, having to leave to go get ready for night or, like, you know, to hang out at night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we were just, like – we like got to have a few moments of just like hanging out just us. And I was like, whenever I left, I was like, wait, I don't want to leave. And I don't think he wants me to leave either. And I don't want him to leave. It was just kind of like one of those things. Um, so that's where I was like, okay, cool. Like I was getting ready for dinner that night. And I was just like, so excited to like hang out. Let's talk about kind of the breakup leading into it. You've said before that you, you thought it was going to be you at the end, that there was no signs that it wasn't going to be you. Right. Yeah. Did he ever yeah. kind of give you nudges in the direction that it was going to be you? Did you talk about like ring sizes and styles? Yeah, I got my ring sized um, and mm. picked out styles. Um, I was ready to go. And I, it, it's so unlike me to be in a position like that because mm. I consider myself to be such a people reader. And um, I can tell if somebody's not vibing with me typically. And, um, you know, as soon as that happens, I just back up and I'm like, okay, it's not going to yeah. work. So I was shocked that I was in that position because honestly, I've watched the show before and I'm like, how do they not know? Yeah. But it really didn't feel like that for me. And um, he never gave me any reason at all to think otherwise. And, you know, he would wink at me and then some girls would be like, Hannah, like, 
like he's literally talking to you the whole time like yeah. and things like that they would tell me that and I'm like no you're just you're crazy like no and in my head I'm like oh wait does not everybody else feel like that that's crazy and so there were definitely just a bunch of things um and the conversations we had in general not even just within a group setting but just like you know you'd walk over in a group setting or the conversations that we would have and um you know, we saw each other briefly after hometowns and he hinted how like excited he was to see me the next week. And then I got the first rose and then he broke up with me. Things were adding so, up that you thought you were heading to the end. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just definitely, it was a surprise. Yeah. Well, in that case, yeah. why do you think they in many ways downplayed your relationship with Colton throughout the season? We barely saw you. And then in many ways, you know, we didn't see a lot of um, great moments between you two. Why do you think that is? I don't know. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say that the whole time I was, you know, being the most outspoken in all my interviews and they just cut it all out because it wasn't like that. There were definitely times where I was just like, I don't know. I don't want to like, talk about that. Yeah. I, like, who cares? Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of times like that, but I definitely did have an opinion way more and we definitely did have a lot of conversations and for example, the scene that was cut out and they put it on, you know, like social media or something yeah. was when he told me he was falling in love with me ever since the first night and they cut that out. And I was like, why do you well, think they did that? I don't know. I thought it was such and I, I didn't really care to see it, but I think it definitely kind of robbed me of this relationship that I took so seriously for months and that everybody's yeah. probably like, why was she so upset? It was because all of this stuff and nobody saw the reasons why. And um, I thought it was a big part of. Well, Rachel night. Lindsay had the same thing. I mean, I did a podcast with her where, you know, you barely, yeah. you barely saw her relationship with her final pick, Brian. And, you know, she, she was disappointed that people didn't understand why she chose Brian. I think that may, it might just come down to, you know, other things made better TV. I don't know. I, I just, I think for me, I was kind of like, whoa, like shocked at how much was taken out. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not always the most outspoken one. I'm not always the one having the most crazy, deepest conversation mm -hmm. you've ever heard. Sometimes I just have real life or not real life. It's all, you know what I mean? But I, I definitely struggled with trying to have this format together sometimes because yeah. I'd be like, Oh, what's that? How's your day? You right, know? Right. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Who knows? It's a mystery. We'll go back to our uh, conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah. Um, seriously. So, okay. So let's, so the breakup happens first off, how hard was it? So the episode where he went on his one-on-one -on -one with Tasha, then he had his one-on-one -on -one with Cassie, which is where everything blew up. Meanwhile, you yeah. have to watch all of that knowing you haven't even had yours yet. And here he yeah. is saying, it's Cassie, it's you, I want to be with you. Like, how hard was it to watch that episode knowing that you hadn't even had a date yet? I just didn't, I felt like I was just, I didn't even get the chance to mm -hmm. mess something up kind of thing. <laughs> um, and I think if I would have had, you know, more, a more of a clear idea that it wasn't me, it would have been a little bit easier of like, a letdown but honestly I just had no reason to believe any otherwise and then he was just like oh okay I'm gonna chase you know watching it seeing that he wanted to chase somebody who you know was ready to go home and yes there's other reasons and stuff but I was just like 
well, dude, what do you not value what where we stood? And, you know, he has to follow his heart. And so it comes down to that. And so I've analyzed the heck out of this. And honestly, I think it's just it might be simply put as he had to follow his heart. And for some reason, something happened and he didn't feel it with me anymore. And even though it sucks, it's also like, oh, well, thank God I'm not with somebody who doesn't want to be with me. Oh, of course. You know? Yeah. And he just, yeah, they all de- deserve the same to where yeah. it's like you deserve to be with somebody who wants to be with you. But I think just the way that it happened and not even getting the chance and like I literally flew to Portugal and was super jet lagged. And there was a chance that maybe Cassie leaves and he still goes on a date and like tries and, you know, says, OK, I lost her, but there's still two great girls here. I wonder what goes into like, nope, mm-mm, I'm done. I'm over it. It's just weird. But, you know, it is what it is. I, I don't know what changed from if anything changed. Maybe he thought it was Cassie the whole entire time and he just said everything that I wanted to hear. But when he told me he was falling in love with me, he said it was since the first night. Well, I mean, and he d- he asked your dad you know, for his blessing. Like there were all these steps that you don't take with women. I mean, Tasha, he did the same thing. So it's like, you don't do that to three women. If you know the whole time it's Cassie, we just weren't meant to be. And it just kind of comes down to that. And it kind of sucks because Mm -hmm. I'm like, why would I even sign up for something like, you know, for something if it was, you know, and go through all the steps and all the emotional feels and stuff in my head. If, he just wanted to kind of not give it a shot anyways. Yeah. But that was his decision. And I think he's happy with it. Sharna Martini. Interesting. Cool name. Um, yeah. Had a couple like logistical questions about the breakup. Um, what was the time frame from when Colton left your room after the breakup until you packed your bag? Oh, it was, it was right after right away. Yeah. And how many days were you in the hotel before the breakup i had just gotten there i was you just like had landed i thought i was the first date so i wow i got the first rose at the rose ceremony after hometowns and so i thought and i figured that i was the first date so i literally got in set my suitcases down and then um we did you know we shot all day you know like walking upstairs contemplation and then Yep, and the next day I was supposed to have my date. And how long did you have to stay in Portugal post-breakup? It was definitely over a week until I could tell my parents that I, you know, that I could have my phone and get wow, home. Wow, you didn't get your phone for another week. So when I called, it was it was just something that I wasn't looking... I was excited to, you know, call them and talk with them and stuff, but it was kind of like... Like, they're like, so what is it? Are you? Are you? What's the news? And it's like, no, I've been sequestered in a a hotel. Yeah, I've been chilling for a week. So I'm ready to get the heck home. (laughs) But um, yeah. But yeah. Yikes. And what did you, of all the things that Colton said that I think were ridiculous in the breakup afterwards, I have my my picks, but I thought it was going to be you. Um, mm-hmm. what was to to you like the w- m- least helpful thing he said all of it the whole gist <laughs> the whole gist but it, I'm not gonna lie it did make it hard and it did make me think that he was going to chase me when he was like I just don't want to leave you like yeah. I'm not happy right now like I don't want to leave you it doesn't feel right 
And I was like, then what are you doing? Like, I'm confused. Like, it was just kind of mixed signals. But I think he was trying to work through his words and what he was feeling with me. But it kind of sucked on my end because I was just being like a listening ear and hearing what he was thinking. And it wasn't exactly what I was hoping for. But I mean, regardless, he was just like, I'm sitting next to somebody who loves me and I'm chasing somebody who doesn't but it has to be his story like he has to be in love with somebody like it's not like oh okay well I'm mad at you because you don't love me it can't work like that but it definitely just I kept getting mixed signals when he was breaking up with me and that's what kind of was very confusing I wonder did it help you or hurt you that he in the breakup said I love Cassie I guess it helps it it didn't help it didn't do anything I think it was just more like here's the facts and I'm shocked and I was kind of like I didn't know he had gone on dates with them I keep saying that but it was such an important clue because I thought that whenever he was like well Cassie came and talked to me I thought that she had like sneaked to his room or something Mm -hmm. so I thought it was one of those so I was like wow he's not giving any of us a chance so that's why I was so confused because I was like how do you know if you love Cassie if you didn't spend time with her that's what I was thinking in my head and I never he never we never communicated while he was breaking up with me that he had actually been on two other dates yeah like I was in my head right when he left I was like how has he not gone on any dates and he's just deciding this right now like that's why I was so confused and then you don't know what the schedule is like yeah I had no clue so that's what why I was extra shocked but hearing he loved her I was just like oh and in my head it was just I couldn't help but wonder like well, if you would have spent time with me, would it have been different? No, but I I can't just wonder what ifs because maybe he felt this since the first week and he just, I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was coming. And so when it did, I was not ready for it. Let me ask, how far did you get, if any, in the Bachelorette conversation? I don't know what all goes on and all that kind of stuff, but I, I think a lot of the, I wonder if a lot of the world, um, or the world of the viewers didn't put me as an option for a while because they thought I was with. I don't think they did until the end too, because we never saw your personality. I guess so. I who knows, but I also think that Hannah B was such a strong, such a strong person who could handle that role. Mm -hmm. And she, she's going to make an amazing season. So maybe it wasn't a huge Part you of, know, yeah. divided thing. I, I have no clue. I don't know how all of that works. Yeah, but, me neither. Um, but I'm excited for it, for sure. Yeah, it's going to be great. Everyone wants to know about Paradise. Oh. You're going, right? I keep seeing that. Um, <laughs> maybe. If you they, are. If they like, want me to go, I don't know. If they want you to go, please. Oh, so everyone is shipping you and Blake. It's definitely being shipped. There's a tagged photo of you and Blake together. So you've met very briefly do you like him you're an investigator <laughs> i haven't gotten the chance to like actually really know him and i think it's really important if i go into paradise being treating the whole entire experience fairly because mm-hmm. i don't want to get in a position to get my hopes up or you know anything like that again because that just happened to me you know with the whole colton thing so i think the point of paradise is to go in there and giving anything that you think might have a spark a shot and that's why it's called paradise right you know what i mean so i think we're probably i would think both on the same page but also um you never know every someone wrote in uh (laughs) 
couple names. She's, oh my god! Does she prefer the name Blana or Hanky for when her and Blake hit it off in paradise? Hanky, wait, Hanky. Hannah and oh. Bla- oh Blake. Okay, oh Hanky, that could be oh kind of cute. <laughs> I mean, if we ended up together, we would probably just have to see. I mean, who knows? I'll run it by People the two of you so together. Much pressure on it, you know? know. I'm just like, ah, like I don't want to put too much pressure because what you it, could like, go and hit it off with someone else. Well, that and then also just like for both of our sake, we've both been in a spot to where we've had this like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we were so close, and then I I don't want us to either either of us to have pressure going into something like that. So, mm-hmm. oh. I had one more question about your hometown with Colton. That's it. Um, oh, yeah. Is etiquette important to you? No. <laughs> so obviously that date wasn't something where you were like, Colton has to have good etiquette. So, you know, the date was what I did mention on the date was that um, it was like towards the end, which I get. I don't know if it was aired, but it was kind of like, by the way, this is such a Southern thing. And I'm glad you learned all the etiquette stuff and you passed all the tests, but I'm the farthest from it. And it was yeah. like a whole joke. And that's and supposed then to be I did the rap. Yeah. And then I did the rap at the dinner table just because I was like, whatever. So but you don't butter your bread stuff. one piece at a time. I rip and dip and <laughs> however else I can get it. Um, that's how it happens. But I do respect and I loved the lady who did um, the etiquette class for us. She was so sweet. Mm-hmm. And um I think it was kind of more of like putting us in the like Southern Alabama culture. A couple miscellaneous questions and then we are finished up. Um, Mindy Whitman, if you could have been on any previous Bachelor seasons, who would you have liked to join? Ooh, a season that I really, really just got into um, was Ben's. Mm. (laughs) It was a good season. <laughs> it was a very good season. It was a great season. And it I actually feel season. like you and him might have really hit it off. Oh, gosh. I think I would I would have been way too young then. And he was 26, I think. I was in college. Oh, yeah. No. But no, but I definitely thought he was the full package. And I was like, whoa, this is a, it was a really good season. And I think it would have been just like fun in general. Yeah. There's a lot of. Yeah. Did you date Chris Cupcake, the dentist? We definitely went on a few dates, maybe two or three. And um, it was whenever I lived out in L.A. And he's a really good guy. But we were just in different parts of our life. And I lived somewhere else. And mm-hmm. um, I think it was just more like, you know, hanging out. But it was funny when they were like, when the couple split. <laughs> like, I saw like something like that. And I was like, wait. I mean, we definitely hung out. And he's definitely a sweet guy. But it was... I think you people weren't definitely betrothed. talked about it. It was not a big deal. Oh, someone, I liked this question. You've been open about, uh, you know, your insecurities, your kind of ugly duckling days. So um, someone wanted to know your biggest insecurity and then your favorite attribute about yourself. Ooh, my biggest insecurity. Probably I second guess myself a lot and that I'm kind of like indecisive, but not just because it's like, oh, I can't decide if I want extra creamer or not, but just when I'm like having conversations, I'm like, oh gosh, they're probably judging me right now. Like for some mm-hmm. reason, anytime I say something, I automatically think that somebody is judging me. And so that's, I think I'm just not confident in my words sometimes and I'm getting much better at it about yeah. just saying screw it. But it's definitely something that's been an issue in my life. 
best attribute. Is that what it was? Yep. My positivity. Okay. It's helped a lot of instances that I've been in myself because I've kind of been able to work through things. I don't know if it's an only child thing or what, but I've been able to kind of deal with things on my own sometimes. And then also it's helped other people. Great. So I think being fairly positive um, in a reasonable amount mm-hmm. has kind of helped. Which presets do you use? So I've actually, they're in the works. I've tried all the different things. I love different edits. I've been playing with Lightroom for years. I had it before it was like an app. Yeah. And I might be trying to release some or make some. Um, but I'm trying to figure out which ones I want to do. Because some days I'm like, oh, I want to go net more natural looking with stuff. And some days I'm like, let's go full like channel Tezza. <laughs> like, you know, or like I God, can't decide. Tezza. I know. Oh, so what a queen. I, I'm kind of playing. Yeah, she's a queen. What is your biggest deal breaker when it comes to men? Ew. Okay. I hate when guys are like know-it-alls or when they talk down and it's like, no, because if if they have that kind of attitude where they think they know everything and they're very close-minded and they don't take in other perspectives, it's really hard for me to communicate with somebody like that because I will shut it down. I'm like, here's the reason, like, think like this and... I just don't vibe with people like that. Last yeah. question. Your favorite Bachelor contestants or Bachelor Nation couple? Ooh. Who would you be happy to meet at a meet and greet? Everyone. I <laughs> I'm so, okay. I'm such a dork because like I still, I still find myself still, it's only been like a few months, yeah. but I find myself even starstruck, like talking to you. <laughs> Same. Like I get so just like, bro, because you know, you, th- you think of all these people and you have, you watch it like on Mondays eating Chinese food for years. And like, I don't know. It's and really now you're cool. In it. Of it, course. It's been a whole whirlwind and I've learned a lot about myself this year and doing things for me and seeing that people actually want to sometimes hear what I have to say or want to do. They do want to hear. I'm just so do. glad to have laughed with you and Aww. you know, you're, you're really a ray of sunshine and I obviously oh. I'm sad that not the whole world got to see it but we're gonna see it it's gonna happen they'll figure it out I'm sure everyone follows you at this point congrats on hitting a million by the way um so Maybe. cool but what's your Instagram and your uh your your twits and all the things your twitters okay you can find me on Instagram it's Hannah G one one which i wish i could just be playing hannah g but i think hannah g 11 is what's the 11 symbolize is that just random or i used to be a big 11 person it was like everything just happened to be 11 and you know it's just like a thing totally Um, everyone follow hannah thank you for chatting with me it has been well i love chatting with you and you're freaking amazing and killing it thank you okay have a good day thank you for your time (laughs) enjoy your dinner later um and I'll, i'll shoot you a message as soon as i can Sounds Thanks, good. Hun. Thank Bye. you for having me. Of course. Bye. Bye.